Hey, welcome to Teb's Talks, the Prometheus podcast. If you want to check out more of the things I do, head to jasontebs.com. Hey, what is up, everybody? It is Teb's Talks, the premier useless podcast. My name is Jason Tebbs. I am your host, as always. It has been a little bit of a little bit but since the last time I did a podcast episode, but I am back. And then, you know, who knows how long will be until now and my next podcast. That's just kind of how the way things go. But part of the reason why I didn't do a podcast episode last week is I was visiting my in-laws for Easter. We took a long extended Easter weekend. Uh, five days, four nights, you know, two of those days were basically travel um, from where we live down to Henderson, Nevada. Henderson is in the Las Vegas Valley. It's the south end of the Las Vegas Valley, and it is it is really nice. I really like Henderson, Nevada. And every time I go to Henderson, Nevada, I just sit there and think to myself, like, I want to be here. I want to live in Henderson, Nevada. I just think... I think it looks really nice. I think it's a good-looking part of the world. The desert aesthetic, they do it really well in Henderson. So you got just nice-looking homes, a nice desert aesthetic. But everything's, like, groomed and landscaped. And there's walking paths and parks. And all their streets are nice. And you don't have, you know, a bunch of busted-up streets as much as you do in, like, Utah, where the, the winter and the cold kind of ruins and busts-up streets. So... Every time I'm there, I'm like, man, the weather's better. I mean, it's going to get super hot in the summer, but I I can deal with that. The weather's better. It just looks nicer. Like, sure, it's a dry desert, and I live in a dry desert, but for some reason, I think the desert in Henderson, Nevada just looks prettier than the desert in, like, the greater Provo area of Utah. So every time I'm there, I'm like, man, I would love to live here. And I think... Ultimately, that might be a goal of my wife and myself, but there's a specific way I think we need to achieve that goal of living in Henderson, Nevada. Now, both my wife and myself want to be creative. We would love to be able to do stuff full-time, work really hard at our own ambitions, and make money that way. So for me, it's things like this podcast. It's things like Twitch streaming uh, putting stuff up on YouTube. Like I would love to do that sort of creative side of things, you know, write, I got the blog, you know, maybe write another book. My wife is like, Oh, I'd love to write a book. I would love to do X, Y, Z in a creative capacity. So essentially we'd be like self-employed doing our own thing, being our own creative employers. And the benefit of doing that in Henderson rather than Northern Utah is Nevada doesn't have any income tax on the state level. So you can save a lot of money, especially if you're self-employed, by not having to spend any state income tax. The reason why Nevada doesn't have a state income tax, and it's not the only state, but I believe casinos get taxed a certain way, and so that uptakes a lot of the income tax that might come in, and property taxes might be a little higher, but states like Florida, states like Texas also don't have a state income tax, And they tax other things at a higher rate. So it's going to be your home or like the groceries you buy. The taxes get made up somewhere. But I think Nevada has a case where the taxes get made up by the casinos and tourism. So that random couple that comes from Iowa and spends the weekend gambling and losing all that money, that's essentially paying your taxes. I might not be 100% sure, 
But that is definitely part of the reason why Nevada doesn't have a state income tax. So if you're doing a career like YouTube or like Twitch streaming, and just, I guess, any career in general, tax-wise, it makes sense to live in Nevada because you're not going to be subject to income tax on that amount. So that that would be one thing. And then another thing is, like, if we were self-employed, doing our own creative things like that, you could do that from wherever you want to. And I think Nevada, or at least Henderson in general, North Nevada sucks butthole, um, but... The Las Vegas Valley, specifically Henderson, I just think has a nice combination of good weather, you know, you're close to a lot of cool things, you know, you're not that far from LA, you got the strip right there if you're into, you know, having a fun night out, maybe gambling, or going to a show. Henderson's like right next to the airport, and I love good airport access. I love driving around Henderson. Like, I've never driven in the area and thought, like, this is an absolute awful cluster cuss. Now, the north side of Las Vegas on I-15, that always seems to be miserable to get through. But the south end, 215 can get a little backed up. But if I'm doing my own thing, you know, I'd be working from home. I wouldn't have to do a commute. I wouldn't have to travel on that. I've just, I've always enjoyed Henderson when I've been there. Now, the downside is I would be moving away from my friends. I'd be moving away from my family. We'd be closer to her family. So there are pros and cons of living where we live now versus living in Henderson. But the reason why I say I would want to be self-employed before I made the move down there, or I would want to be doing something on my own where I'm like confident, hey, this income can sustain both of us well enough that we can have a good life in that area and I can work from home. It's just like, if I just found another job doing pretty much what I'm doing already, but there, then at that point, it's like, is it worth the actual hassle of picking up, moving everything, and reestablishing life down there? Like, if I had the same job for the same amount of pay, doing the same thing, and my wife had the same job for the same amount of pay, doing the same thing, is it actually worth moving down there. I don't think at this point right now it is. I think losing out on especially our friends is would be too much to let go of. But if we were doing our own thing, we were a little more established, our kid was a little more grown up, maybe going to school, I think Henderson would be a fantastic place to land. And I'm not the only one that thinks that. A couple people, well one specific person I follow on YouTube, uh, Graham Stefan, He just moved from LA to Nevada. And a lot of that was like, hey, I'm just going to be saving so much more money by living in Nevada. Now, Henderson's slightly more expensive than where I live, um, just outside of Provo. So there is that, like the housing market is more expensive. Other cities in the Las Vegas Valley aren't as different, but Henderson's a little more affluent area. So that's kind of another reason why I say Henderson specifically is because it is a little more affluent. It is the slightly nicer part of town. Now, it's not the nicest part of the valley. Um, And there is a gradient within Henderson. Like, you get up in those benches, there are multi-million dollar homes. Uh, You get where my in-laws live. You know, they're going maybe around half a million. Uh, You can get probably some cheaper parts of Henderson that are maybe the 300s for a home. So, there's obviously a scale, but in, in my mind, from the little bit I've seen of Henderson. It's not like I've been 
high and low, left and right, up and down of all of Henderson, Nevada. But in my mind, I'm like, hey, this is a nice place. Her family's there. Her extended family's there. The weather's nice. You know, we could hop in a pool when it gets really hot. And just, it brings to me that idea of like, I've done something that is my own. I've made something my own. Or I've gotten to a point where like that move makes sense financially. And it very well could be I stay at my current job and I've advanced enough in my current job where I've made more money and I'm doing really well there and I can provide for my family and we could move. Like that is definitely a possibility as well. At the, at the very end of it all, it's okay. Moving to Henderson would 100% mean we had an opportunity that we were in a better financial situation and we could make that move and it made sense. So it's the same thing if we like bought a house in Lehigh or we bought a house up in Layton where my parents are. It's it's that same thing where that just means we've moved up and to the next step and point in our lives. Now, again, if we're going back to weather, the weather in late March, early April is just so nice in Henderson. I was in shorts. I was in a t-shirt. You could go golfing, feel great. Uh, swimming pool was a little too cold, so we didn't jump in the swimming pool, but just the sun was out. The air just seemed clear and it just felt good. The nights were warm. Nothing was freezing. I wasn't throwing on a jacket and freezing my nuts off. So granted, yeah, I just came off a vacation. That was really nice. I really enjoyed being there. I wish I was still there. And so I'm kind of romanticizing this whole idea of like, oh, Henderson, Nevada. I haven't lived there before so it's like I don't have the full experience of living there but it's just these little things in my mind kind of represent the direction I want to go in and the goals I want to achieve and again I'd be just as happy moving up into the benches of like Lehigh into those nice houses up there or heck in my parents neighborhood those are great houses it's a nice area I'm very familiar with it you know I'd be I'd be close to closer to my family all those good wonderful things at the end of it all my wife and I just want to move forward and we want to achieve certain goals and part of what's been happening and I think we've finally like had it come crashing around us in 2021 like 2021 hasn't been a fantastic year for the Tebbs household I've been incredibly stressed about work uh, I've been incredibly sick this whole year so far um my son has been sick for the most part of the year my wife has been doing better which is fantastic my wife has been doing better because she has made some fantastic changes like she's going and working out um and figuring all that out but it kind of came crashing around us where we're like hey we want to achieve more and you know kudos to my wife because she has been working out and that's helped her physical health, which has helped her mental health, which she's had a little more clarity to be like, hey, I don't want to be stuck where we're at. And not that we're stuck in a bad place, but we always want to be moving forward. So she said, like, I do not want to work anymore. Not that she doesn't want to work at all and she just wants to stay at home, but she doesn't want to have a job where her hours aren't fully consistent, where she's clocking in, clocking out for somebody else. She's like, I want to do my own creative thing or our own creative thing. Whatever makes us fulfilled, 
and it can be ours and we can work really hard and put 110% into it. And I agree with that. Like, I want to get to that point. And we were talking a little bit as we were driving back from uh, Las Vegas saying, okay, you know, what are the different ways that we could get there? And part of it was like, oh, wouldn't it be great if just X amount of money fell into our laps? Like, oh, that would solve a couple of issues for us. And we feel like, hey, with that amount of money, we could make that change. Um, And it was mostly like if we could pay off our house and didn't have that expense, then we could make a really hard shift into other things. And obviously, money's not going to fall from the sky. So that was just one of those, hey, that'd be nice. But we did find a dollar amount where we said, if we were given that dollar amount today, we would do X, Y, and Z, and we'd make these changes, and we would go full-fledged into them. You know, if, if we were given X amount of dollars. So... That kind of helped us put things into a little more perspective. And this is a conversation that needs to continue. Like, okay, because that amount of that amount of money isn't just going to fall into our laps, what are the other steps that we need to take to achieve our goals, to reach the position in life that we want to reach, and to get to the next chapter of our lives, and to make our lives better? You know, what are those next steps that we need to take? But it at least got the conversation started, and we're like, hey, here is a dollar amount that would just kind of like solve some quote unquote problems. But how can we get there? Like, how can we move towards that direction? Or, you know, what do we need to cut back on? What do we need to increase in terms of our time commitment to? Or what what do we need to change? Or what changes can we make to maybe not have that exact scenario that we came up with, but still have a scenario where we're moving on, doing the things that we want to, achieving the goals that we want to achieve. And let me break down kind of what some of those goals are. One, to get them out there, to record them, uh, and to kind of hold myself accountable. So some of our goals, uh, pay off our vehicle and our loans through my parents. So like super blessed, but pay off um, our new vehicle. Home ownership, like, yeah, we have a mortgage. Technically, we do owe this, own this home. I could sell it. I could profit the small difference that I have accrued in equity, but like pay off the home is a major goal. And it might not be this specific home. It might not be this specific home that we pay off. You know, we might move, we very well may move to a bigger, better home, but get that paid off. And it might not be in 10 years. Um, We want to kind of come up with a 10 year plan of where we want to be and what we're doing. So it might not be exactly 10 years, oh, we have our home paid off. But goal, pay off our home. Um, Another goal is my wife not having to work. Like I'm fine working the job I work right now. It's actually a fantastic job. It's paying well. I have great employees. They take care of me. Sure, I've had a very, very rough 2021 so far. And a lot of that, like 95% of that is work-related. Um but I am very blessed to have the job that I do have. So if, again, if I can move up in my job and earn more and do well and feel very confident and very fulfilled and work hard at the job that I have, I'm all about it. So, you know, that's definitely an option. My ideal is I could switch out and say, hey, I'm going to do other work that would make me more fulfilled. That's a little more my own thing. But I digress. If I can in any way bring a dual income. 
part of that conversation might be like, hey, babe, okay, I work from six to two and maybe I take up doing at night this thing, X, Y, Z, whatever it might be, getting more into podcasting, getting more into streams, but really going hard at it where rather than you having the second job, I essentially have two jobs, one that's actually paying the bills and then one that I'm hoping will grow into achieving our dreams. Again, conversations I have to have with my wife, but that's kind of the ideal, that direction that I want to move towards. Other things are, you know, fitness related. My wife's been working out a lot more, so that's helped her a ton in her physical and mental health. I need to get into that. Um, Just having the ability for our son to like grow and explore the world around him. Living in a condo, like we don't really have an area that we can just say like, hey, go into the backyard, have fun, play around. We have our space. So that that's not ideal. Another goal of mine is I want to be in a position where I can pay somebody to clean my house. I don't want to have my wife or myself have to clean our house. That may sound very entitled. That may sound very silver spoon. That may sound 1%. But there are two major resources that we all have, time and money. And oftentimes people say time is money. And it gets to a point where spending your time cleaning your house isn't efficient. Like if I was at a point where I could make a living streaming or I could make a living writing books or I could make a living podcasting, spending my time doing those things is way more beneficial than cleaning my own house. And the payoff is way better in my favor if I just continued to amplify those things and paid somebody else to worry about things like cleaning. I like cooking, so I'll, you know, I wouldn't hire a personal chef, I don't think, um, but at the very least, somebody to clean my house. That is also somebody to do my landscaping. Now, granted, if I lived in Henderson, people have very minimal landscapes because it's desert, right? You want to save water. So I do things like AstroTurf. But if I lived in Utah, you know, mow my own lawn. Or I guess that's what you have kids for. You know, have your kid mow your lawn for you and water the flowers. But just little things like that where I can say, hey, I am doing something where it's worth my time to continue my work rather than spend the time worrying about getting my house cleaned. And that way I can free up more time. Like, let's just say I'm working six to two either way or the regular nine to five. We'll just say nine to five. If I'm working nine to five, and I'm spending time with my family and I'm working out and then I'm also penciling in, okay, these days I need to clean. If I can just remove that, then it opens up, okay, maybe more time for the family, maybe more time uh, doing things for my physical and mental health, maybe more time increasing the work that I'm doing to get to a better situation to better our lives, right? Little things like that, that is a goal of my wife and myself where we don't have to clean our own home. Time is so, 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 so valuable. And you might hear rich people say, we all have 24 hours. Bill Gates has 24 hours just like me. Elon Musk has 24 hours just like me. Steve Jobs, may he rest in peace, had 24 hours just like me. Um, Jeff Bezos, that's the name I meant to say rather than Steve Jobs. Jeff Bezos has 24 hours just like me. That conceptually, not true. Like, sure... Time moves, technically relative, but time is consistent between all of us. Yes, there are 24 hours in a day, but Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, 
can easily pay for somebody to clean their house and free up that time. They can easily pay for somebody to cook for them and free up that time. They can easily pay for somebody to do their shopping for them and free up that time. They're in a position where they can delegate a lot of their jobs and a lot of what they do so they can focus on the more important things of whatever it is they're trying to advance. And Steve Jobs, the Bill and Melinda Gates, not Steve Jobs, gosh, why do I keep saying Steve Jobs? Bill Gates and his his wife, Melinda, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which actually Melinda runs a lot of that. Um, but they're in a position where they're like, hey, it is more beneficial for us and we believe the world at large if we can spend time working on this foundation and doing the advancements that we aim to do with this foundation. It's not worth Bill and Melinda Gates's time to clean their house. And I think those two specifically with that foundation, and those are my personal thoughts, are doing better things for the world where it would also be worse for us as a whole if they spent time cleaning their own house. I don't know if I'll ever get to a point where I'm Bill and Melinda Gates having a whole foundation that's helping out the world at large, trying to solve the huge issues of the world. But at the very least, I want to be able to solve the issues of my family with what I'm doing. And yeah, having a clean house helps, but I don't want to be the one to have to do that. And I don't want my wife to be the one to have to do that because we are doing better things for ourselves. Again, it sounds incredibly privileged, but there's somebody out there that has said, hey, it is worth worth my while to clean houses. And maybe they do really well at it and maybe they enjoy it and maybe they're making a good living. I'm willing to pay top dollar for somebody to clean my house. Now, not right now. I don't have the funds to. But when that day comes, I'm willing to pay top dollar to somebody that is doing their own business that is making ends meet and hopefully being successful at their own thing to pay them to clean my house because that's their job. They're making money. They're earning their income and I'm doing the same. And we have the open market where we've agreed to do that and we're both better off for it. While I was at my in-laws place, they have a swimming pool and the, they had a guy come clean their pool and he comes once a week, cleans it out. And I don't know. I didn't talk to that guy. I don't know his whole life story. All I know is he showed up and he cleaned the pool. Took him a little, not too terribly long. The pool wasn't that clean. And if you're doing it weekly and you're maintaining things and, you know, my father-in-law will go out there and kind of relax and rewind. We'll skim the pool with a pool skimmer. But here's this guy who, he might be working through a company. He might be self-employed. It, my father-in-law made it sound like the guy's kind of self-employed. It's his own little business. He comes out, he cleans the pool, and he's making an income. And to be honest, in my opinion, Cleaning pools, if you can make ends meet doing that, that doesn't sound like that bad of a gig. I Sometimes I dream of going back to the day where I was doing landscaping at Lagoon, where I could just kind of tune the world out and mow a lawn. It was nice. I got outside, I got some physical exercise, some fresh air, just had some time to myself with my thoughts, could kind of self-meditate, and I saw a finished product and I was very pleased with that. (coughs) I really enjoy that type of work. Kind of a bummer that I have an office job and I'm dealing with not only my own problems, but the problems of my clients. Granted, so far my office job is paid way better than my job at Lagoon or any other job where I was outside doing stuff. So trade-offs. But, you know, that's just one thing that my in-laws have said, hey, we're going to delegate this time 
and pay somebody else to do it because in their mind, it just frees them up so they can do other things that they value. And I think that's perfectly okay. I think that is actually the proper way to do it, to find ways to open up and be more efficient with your time. And that's a conversation my wife and I have to have is, okay, how are we going to make our time more efficient? Because right now we're not exactly in a place to increase our income. My wife just got put into her assistant manager position very recently. So it's not like she's going to get raised anytime soon. I've been having kind of a rough go at work. So I'm not in, um, I'm not in a position where I can get a raise. I think the next closest time I could would be August. At that point, I will have been working for the company for two years. We do semi-annual performance reviews. So hopefully I'm in a good enough standing at that performance review where I can get a raise. Because the one that just happened, I wasn't. Again, it's been a rough time for me lately, but things are trending positive. So hopefully I can get, you know, get a raise there, get more money coming in. But right now our current income can sustain our expenses. What we really need to figure out is our time. Time is money. So if I can figure out a better way to be more efficient with my time, to do things like make these podcast episodes or to stream or where my wife can write and be creative and go to the gym and I can work out and, you know, we're juggling a two-year-old, so making sure he's taken care of. If we can be more efficient with our time, we can achieve these goals. And somebody can clean my house in Henderson and skim my pool in Henderson and I won't have to pay state income tax and I can just enjoy the nice late March, early April weather before I'm sweating my balls off in Henderson, Nevada. So that that's the dream. That's the goal. Right now in my mind, my ideal is I am doing podcasts. I'm Twitch streaming. I'm uploading things to YouTube. I'm living in Henderson. Somebody's cleaning my house. My wife doesn't have to work. She's doing her own thing. She's writing. She's being creative. My kid's taken care of. You know, we have scheduled family time. We're enjoying each other's company. Um, and we're just enjoying life. Not that I don't love my life now because there, I have some amazing things going for me, but I want more. I want to do better. Those are the dreams and goals and aspirations I have. I have to plan for those with my wife. I always want to be moving forward. I always want to have an end goal in sight. I don't want to be complacent. That's, that's, that's the thing. I don't want to be complacent. I want to make the best life I can for me and my family. Anyway, thanks for listening to Tep Talks, the premier useless podcast. Go ahead, like, favorite, share, follow, rate the podcast, whatever you do on your respective platform. You can check me out, jasontebs.com. That's my website, kind of aggregates all the different things that I do. So if I'm ever live on Twitch, I mean, you can watch it from the website. Uh, if I ever tweet, gets uploaded to the website. <coughs> Any podcast I do, upload to the website. There's also a blog, so it has kind of exclusive blog posts that I've written up on that website. They're pretty short. They're quick reads. Um, it's kind of my place where I'm like, if it's too long for a text or too long for a tweet, not long enough for a full podcast episode, I'll just write a quick blog post about it. Thanks for listening. It means so much to me. I'll catch you next time on Teb Stocks, the premier useless podcast.